Welcome to the podcast, everyone. My name is Frank Lotus, and I am your friend in Iceland. And welcome. Uh, so uh, exciting things to talk about here. Uh, some of it good, some of it not so good. Earlier this year and last year and the year before, we had a period of earthquakes happening, the seismic activity, thousands and thousands of earthquakes. And what happened uh, last year, the, earlier this year, last year and the year before, we had uh, volcanoes happening after those seismic events. Now, what's happening now is we're having these seismic events happen again uh, in a, a different location, not too far away from where they happened the previous three times. Um, but now this time, it's uh, centered right near the Blue Lagoon and right near a town called Grindavik. Now, those uh, the Blue Lagoon and Grindavik are situated, it's about 45 minutes uh, from, about 40 minutes, 45 minutes from Reykjavik, um, 25, 30 minutes from the airport. So we're all on this, uh, on this peninsula. So if you're watching on YouTube, I'm actually pointing at this peninsula right here. That red dot right there is... Reykjavik, and then further out here uh, uh, on the end of this peninsula is where you'll find Keplavik, where the international airport is, and then on the south coast of that uh, of that peninsula, you're going to find uh, Grindavik, all right, and then the Blue Lagoon is just in between. You can look at it on your on your map, Google it, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Let me first start off and just say, Thank you to everyone who reached out to me. A lot of folks were reaching out and they were saying, Frank, are you in Iceland? Frank, what's going on? We're, I'm, we're hearing so many different things. We're hearing that, you know, yeah, like the, uh, all of Iceland has been evacuated. And this, you know, yeah, the media is a strange thing. You know, they, you know, the, the stories get passed around. I'm going to try to clear the air as much as I can right now and give you uh, what we know so far. So, um so, firstly, there's a town called Grindavik, and Grindavik has been evacuated. About 3,000 or so people were evacuated from that town safely. Um, some of those folks uh, had to um, you know, find shelter with the Red Cross, but most of the people, the vast majority of the people, were able to either go to friends or family, or they have a summer house somewhere, or they had somewhere, they have somewhere they can go stay, all right? That's the good news, that they were evacuated safely. The not-so-good news is uh, a lot of those folks may never be able to live in those houses again, depending on what happens or what doesn't happen is the case. So we have a, a whole set of known unknowns, right? So we know, so it's the what, where, and uh, when. So the what, it's lava. The where, we don't really know, and the when, we really don't know. We know kind of nowhere, but we don't know exactly where so i'll explain so the what the lava all right so there's let's first start off there's a tube of lava that's running under the town of grindavik and it runs under the blue lagoon all right so what you have is this lava that in this tube that's about 12 kilometers long and we don't exactly know where that lava is going to come out if it comes out on land uh, it could destroy the Blue Lagoon or it could destroy, you know, all or part of uh, the town of Grindavik, um, which is not good. Um, now, that tube actually runs offshore just a little bit. And if the lava comes out out that way, you're going to have an explosive ash event, similar to what happened in Eyjafjallajökull 
which is down over this way, uh, that glacier in, in 2010. So what happened there is the, the volcano was under the glacier. It erupted. And as soon as it went through all that ice, it you know it made ash and steam, went straight up into the air, disrupted air travel. If you remember this, that's exactly what happened. Um, so if the water, so this tube runs out to the water. So if the lava goes out that way, the same thing will, will happen. To what extent, we don't know. Here's another don't know. So that's the what, the lava. It could be, it could be on land, could come out on sea. All right, um, the where is that that's the other part of it so the what is is it going to be lava or is it going to be ash and steam the where we don't know where will it come will it come out on by the blue lagoon will it come out in the water we don't know that and then when they're saying that this could happen at any minute so it's been an any minute situation since friday okay it you know it's so like this this is we've been dealing with this all week so it's now wednesday all right um, and it could be any minute for the next months, the next few months, next, you know, few years, it could may it maybe never happen. It might subside and kind of go away. I don't, I'm going to use air quotes, say go away. It could be looming over, you know, uh, over our heads for, you know, forever. We don't know, you know, um, we know that it could happen. So, I've never been in a situation where I had to evacuate my home and go and stay somewhere else. You know, it just, you know, it's hard to imagine, you know, having to live through that and, and the uncertainty of, you know, where I'm not going to be able to come back to my home, you know, like, and all my stuff is there. Me personally, I am such a pack rat. I could not imagine leaving all my stuff behind. My God, I just, I, it's just unfathomable. So this is what the people of uh, Grindavik are dealing with. And, um, you know, if you want to, you can you can donate money to the Icelandic Red Cross. Uh, they're doing great work helping folks out. And also the uh, Icelandic search and rescue teams, you know, they, they play a big part in this too. And they were the ones that were, you know, in Grindavik helping to evacuate the people, knocking on doors, making sure that nobody was left behind and getting them to safety and that sort of thing. And these people are volunteers. And, you know, when when it was time to evacuate, it's like, you know, this thing could blow at any second, you know, the authorities were thinking. So that's the urgency to get people evacuated out of there. And then here comes the search and rescue teams putting their lives in danger, you know, to go in and make sure everyone gets out safely. So if you want to give money to the search and rescue team, um, you look in the show notes, there'll be a link for this Icelandic search and rescue. There'll be a link for the Icelandic Red Cross. All right. And uh, I'm going to say one other thing about the Icelandic search and rescue. These are normal everyday people that get trained for different types of rescue situations and they have all different types of jobs. So, uh, you know, within the search and rescue, you know, there are people that fly helicopters, there are people that, you know, uh, man the high speed boats, there are uh, mountain climbers, people that can rappel down the side of a mountain, you know, and all these things, um, people that drive the trucks and drive the snow cats and things like that, you know, so you have people that are trained in all aspects of search and rescue. Um, and these are normal everyday people. So it could be your dentist. It could be, um, the guy that works down at the gas station. It could be, um, 
young lady that works at the liquor store. It could be anyone, you know, this, the cashier that you see at your favorite supermarket, you know, it could be, you know, one of uh, part of the search and rescue team. So, and they're a hundred percent volunteer based. So please, you know, if you want to help and if you want to help, send them some money. Uh, that's the best thing to do. That's the best way to help right now. Um, now, and, and um, so, all right, so let's continue on. So what we, more of what we don't know. <laughs> uh, so we know that there is a magma, magma corridor that's under Grindavik. Um, and, you know, the town has been evacuated. They say this is a very large event. So there was a, a volcanic event that happened in 2015, uh, and it was called Holohrein. And it happened up in up in the Highlands. And up there, you know, there was, it's just... I don't have the numbers in front of me, but what from what I read, they say that the the amount of lava that could come out this time around could match the amount of lava that happened up there in the highlands. And what happened up there was like, you know, it was I want to say 18 cubic kilometers of I don't know, I can't explain to you. <laughs> I saw the pictures. If you look up Holohrain, it's H-O-L-U-H-R-A-U-N. All right. And then you, you type that in and Iceland and volcano and you'll and on the internet and you'll see all the stories and you can see how much lava came out of the ground. And if that amount of lava comes out of the ground here on this peninsula, that's enough to cover up the Blue Lagoon and Grindavik and and also the, the the two three events that already happened. So we're hoping that that does not happen. Okay, we're hoping it does not happen. Um, I mean, I, this is not affecting me directly, uh, not yet. I don't see it. Um, you know, but you know, <clears throat> everyone's touched somehow by this because, firstly, everyone in Iceland is related, and secondly. Everyone knows someone in Grindavik, I'm sure. We know people. We I have a family member that lives in in, in Grindavik, and and he's okay, as far as I know. Three thousand people that came out of there, and of the ones that are not already working, like are commuting to Reykjavik or Keplavik or or Volga or somewhere else, you know, they had to work somewhere. They were working in Grindavik or at the Blue Lagoon or at the power station that is uh, nearby there as well, which I haven't mentioned yet. There's a big hot water power station, and that's where all the hot water from the Blue Lagoon comes from. So those those guys, you know, are having this, you know, they're, they're, they're having to go to work. You know, they're having their people still there working, you know, it, w- whether it be a skeleton crew. I don't feel like they've, they've covered that enough about the people that are still going to work there and making sure that hot water is on um but all these people are going to need jobs at some point you know if they can't you know if this event never happens you know like there's another unknown there what's going to happen like are these people going to be i mean you just go back and live life as normal you know knowing that any moment lava could come out of the ground you know that's no way to live you know and yeah as as i said earlier i think um there are some homes that are already destroyed there's a crevice that opened up and um 
you know, there are houses that were on that crevice. There's a school, I believe, that got uh, destroyed already and some houses that are on this on this huge crevice that just opened up. And um, so already those people cannot go back to their home or will not be able to live in their homes. They have been letting people go back to get their personal belongings and any pets that were left behind. Um, you know, you have and also, you know, you have horses and sheep that are, uh, you know, and those and all those animals have been evacuated from the um from out there. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a weird time. You know, these, uh, these volcanoes that happened in like earlier this year and, and the past two years, um, you know, these were, you know, tourist events. People were flying in to see, you know, volcano, a volcano erupting it, it, you know, in real time, you know, you're seeing it going. I, I went, I went, uh, last year, I didn't go this year, um, and it was, uh, it, you know, for me, I believe that's going to be a once in a lifetime event unless it happens again. Uh, but, um, you know, this, this is one you want to stay away from, you know, this is not, uh, this is not the tourist. This is not the time to fly to Iceland just to see, you know, see this happening because, you know, this time people's, uh, lives, livelihoods and homes are on the line and it's not a spectator type. Uh, uh, event. All right. I, I wouldn't, you know, I, I'm just going to go ahead and say that it is not a spectator type event because of, of those things. Um, but yeah, and I can't say enough about the uh, search and rescue teams and the Red Cross uh, invaluable services that they provide and uh, 100% volunteer based. And um, so that's basically everything I know about what's going on right now. Again, thank you to everyone that uh that called me people sent messages um i did put a post on instagram and it's you know at iceland's best on instagram uh i haven't posted anything uh on youtube about this uh, but you know go and you can go and, and and check out my content on youtube anyways you know and subscribe if you like um which would be great um and here on this podcast you're listening to this podcast um well, I said YouTube, this video, this podcast is going on to YouTube. So you'll see that you'll see this there, but there's no other content is what I'm trying to say. Um, at any rate, um, you know, I just want to thank everybody for, you know, reaching out and, um, thank everyone for listening to the podcast and I will try to keep you updated as to, uh, um, you know, just what's happening, what, anything new that we find out. And right now it's like, no news is good news. Kinda, you know, I, I kind of, if it was, I can't say what I would do if it was me, but it seems like you kind of wish something would happen. So, you know, so you could at least react to it and, you know, and try to get, you know, get past it, you know, but like, if nothing happens, then you can't react to it. You can't fix anything. You can't fix the thing that's not broken yet. So that's, that's like the, uh, you know, it's just like, that I think that's the one of the toughest parts of this whole thing is like you don't know what's going to happen, so you don't know what to do, you know. And you can only you can only do so much, all right. So we're keeping our fingers crossed and we're keeping everyone in Grindavik and on our minds and in our hearts and in our prayers. Um, and again, if you want to donate some money, you know, Icelandic Red Cross. Again, the link will be in the bio. The link will be on the show notes and. Um, Thanks for listening, everyone. Don't forget, tell a friend that you have a friend in Iceland.